Hello everyone and welcome to episode 20 of uh, 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. Um, went out last night, been out the last two nights. It's a rock and roll week for me. I've got Birmingham saw uh, Midland um, come through on Tuesday night and last night um, I was at the Institute in Digbeth for uh, Rust and Kelly and the Wondering Hearts. Uh, so I'm tired this morning, so forgive me if uh, you know I'm not up to my usual standard. Uh, it's tiring going out two nights in a row when you're 47 years old, I can tell you that. Uh, loved the Wondering Hearts and, and Rustin Kelly in Birmingham last night. Slightly irritated that there was a lot of talking during Rustin Kelly's set. Uh, clearly, not many people uh, were sort of aware of who he is and what he can do or have listened to Dying Star, and so they did that whole, well, we'll just stand here and talk uh, rather than actually take on board new music or discover somebody new. It was a slightly weird set from Rustin in that he didn't play a single song from Dying Star, so I couldn't work out whether some of his songs that he played were cover versions or older ones, or so uh, a bit bizarre, but I was um, pleased to see, or pleased to hear him say, that he was coming back with a band around May 2019, so maybe that'll be a chance to hear some of those crackers that he's got on there. Uh, he's great voice. Um, quite a sort of sardonic, uh, laid-back stage manner. And, um, you know, I'll look forward to seeing him again next year with a band and maybe listening to some of those Dying Star songs. Uh, Wondering Hearts are becoming something like international treasures, aren't they now? You know, they're such a, a likeable, lovable, talented group of people. Um, I spoke to them, would it have been about ten days now, from the depths of their tour bus on the phone, and we had a great interview um, which you can which you can read on uh, www.lyricmagazine.co.uk, um, and uh, we had a, a cracking chat about all things Wondering Hearts and 2018 and what a great year it's been and looking ahead. So I was really looking forward to seeing them last night. And um, you know, the first thing that comes across when you watch the Wondering Hearts is that they look like they are having a great time. Uh, they, you know, they smile at each other. They they sort of play off the vibe created with the crowd, um, and and they do look like a group of four mates who are, you know, pleased and blessed to be where they are, and uh, understanding of, you know, the privileges of being able to play to crowds of people, and they seem to be thoroughly enjoying it. The opening salvo of, of biting through the wires, wish I could, and Iona, really set the evening, really set the standard for the evening. Their sort of mix of, I don't know, impassioned vocals and, and superb harmonies. It's just infectious. It must be, you know, you must be dead inside. You must have a dark heart if you stand in front of the wondering hearts and don't get a buzz and don't want to smile or dance or cry even for some of their songs. Um, and, and even the newer ones that are beginning to emerge now uh, are of the standard of the Wild Silence song. So I was particularly blown away by new song Run, which Tara introduced um, by saying that it was one of their older songs. I think it was Tara. It was either Tara or Chess, but I think it was Tara. One of their older songs uh, that was written sort of when the band first got together didn't make um, Wild Silence for reasons known only to them. Um, there's a lovely... There's a lovely story about how John Bon Jovi, going back to, what, 1986, 
John Bon Jovi didn't want Living on a Prayer on their, on their seminal Slippery and Wet album and had to be bullied into it by the rest of the band who, you know, saw something of worth in the song. He just didn't rate it, didn't like it, and so nearly left it off the album. And I think about Run could have this, uh, could have that same story in a few years' time because it's going to appear on the Wondering Hearts' deluxe version of Wild Silence, which is out in January. So it'll be there to listen to and to buy. Um, but I think it will become, it'll still be in the set lists in six, seven, eight years' time. It's a classic. Um, and I'm so pleased that the band have decided to to bring it to bring it to the public because, God, what a chorus that is. So thoroughly enjoyed new song Run, thoroughly enjoyed Till the Day I Die, which is out there, new song and you can listen to now. Um, beautiful vocal deliveries. Um, there was an interesting double whammy of the back-to-back uh, placement of Burning Bridges and Change for the Good, which are sort of the Wondering Hearts' two most political songs. Um, there's always been a history of protest in folk music, so, you know, people shouldn't be surprised that uh, the Wondering Hearts are protesting about uh, the divisions in this country that have been occurring for the last couple of years. And, in fact, Tara did introduce Burning Bridges by saying that they wrote the song at the back end of 2016 um, to reflect the sort of divisions, post-Brexit, post-referendum divisions, and almost, I suppose, as well, social media commentary. Um, She did did chuckle uh, sadly to herself and say that things don't seem to be any better today since they wrote Burning Bridges. But it was interesting, um, they went off to the side of the stage and sang Burning Bridges into a single microphone, which is always effective. Um, I remember seeing them sing it from the Indigo stage at C2C without a microphone. So there's still, um, you know, that nice individual um, touch going on with the hearts these days. Um, And then Change for the Good. Again, a song about humanity and a song about how we could all be better and a song about the divisions in society. So big heavyweight moment in the middle of the set. Uh, If I Fall followed... Beautifully delivered, as always. But that ending, the ending of the three-song run of Fire and Water, Heartbreak Hotel and Wild Silence is probably my favourite part of the night. All three are great songs. If you do check out my recent interview with them on Lyric Magazine, www.lyricmagazine.co.uk, you'll see that we had a chat about Heartbreak Hotel. um, And I think it's possibly my favourite song on Wild Silence. The band haven't been playing it for a terrific amount of time. They explain why in the interview. I'm not going to tell you. You can go and read the interview yourself as to why they play it. So it's great to see it in the set list. Slightly different arrangement, slightly different, um, darker melody on the chorus, which actually I thought was absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Um, And I'd love to hear a re-recorded version of Heartbreak Hotel done the way that it was done last night um, because I just think slightly slightly less Imagine Dragonsy than the Wild Silence version but wow, powerful and really interesting to listen to. Um, three song encore, The Wonder of You took me back to being a drunken student in an NUS bar somewhere singing Elvis at the end of the night. It was like New York, New York and The Wonder of You and maybe Don McLean's American Pie. They were like the three songs when I, you know, back in the prehistoric days when I was a student at Nottingham University in the late 80s, early 90s. 
and it was always those three songs. So it's great to great to reconnect with the wonder of you again. Done, uh, you know, the wonder in hearts way brilliantly, and then the set finished with laid in the ground and devil. Two great songs. There was dancing, stomping, hollering from the crowd. Um, there's, I've noticed that Birmingham, uh, of recent sort of country concerts, there's a fair amount of talkers, which irritates me. But the crowd do sing well in Birmingham. We've on Lyric Magazine on our Twitter feed, we've got a hashtag Birmingham Choir thing going. You should check out because the Birmingham crowds do sing, and and they were very loud last night. Um, not always in the right moments, particularly for Rustin Kelly, but, you know, hey-ho. Uh, the Wondering Hearts have got a massive USP. They are, they are unlike any other band that you could go and see at the moment. Their, their harmonies, their songwriting ability, um, their vo- the way that they swap vocals between the, the four guys in the band, you know, is unlike anyone out there right now. But the one thing for me that makes them stand out above all the other bands in this country is that they are unpigeonholable. You know, they are undefinable. They clearly enjoy themselves. They've got an infectious enthusiasm and that rubs off on the crowds that they play for as well. You know, that that undefinable quality isn't country music, it isn't folk music, it isn't Americana, but it is something of all three of those genres. Uh, and, And that eclectic mix was reflected in the crowd last night. I could see sort of country fans, I could see the more folky beardy types there there's sort of cross mainstream uh, i've bought their album in sainsbury supermarket type of people there as well and that's just going to stand them in great stead going forward for the future because england is such an, a small market we, we we you know for folk americana country music you you know the shires have proved that you have got to break out of the niche genres if you're going to keep stepping up and building the levels of, of your band um, and the and the sales, and um, I think the Wondering Hearts are, are going to do this. You know, they don't belong in any one genre; they belong in all genres, and um, you know that is so unusual. Um, and their music is so joyous, so infectious, and so skillfully delivered that you know they must have um, a big future ahead of them. And to keep working hard, keep playing with passion, keep producing. Um, impeccable albums and i'm sure we're going to hear a lot more from them uh, in the future so where can you see them next well they're going to be at c2c in some stage let's be honest um whether i think they deserve a spotlight slot alongside Catherine mcgrath who was introduced um introduced yesterday as being a spotlight artist um but if they don't quite make the spotlight they'll be in the indigo somewhere they'll be in the bluebird cafe somewhere there'll be a songwriter chance for them somewhere i'm you know, I would uh, bet my bottom dollar that they'll be at C2C somewhere. And then they've just been announced as support act for Ward Thomas's uh, big tour through March and April. Um, that's a that's a brave move by Ward Thomas's team there because there's a chance that Wondering Hearts could blow them off the stage night after night after night. So the sisters are going to have to work hard um, um, to to stay on top of their game there because. Um, you know, Tim, Chess, Tara and AJ uh, are coming for them in, in a big way, I imagine. So, yeah, great band, great show. Thoroughly loved um, seeing them again for the third or fourth time last night. But this is just the tip of the iceberg. That The potential that these guys have, the promise that they have, um, is immense. And I'm going to love to see where they go in the future. 
Thanks for listening. Uh, uh, This has been 12 Minute Country this week, uh, and I've been James Dakin.